I love, so glad to have you checking out the show. This show was recorded a little while ago, but this invitation is current present moment for May 2021. Uh, Amy Jo Goddard, also known, now known as Imagination, is running another Firewoman retreat. This time the theme is spiritual transformation sexual initiation and power. And I am inviting you to come and join us, have another four-day, absolute, miracle-filled, beautiful, and fun experience. I am collaborating and teaching um, halfway through, and I will be there participating. So please, if you have not had a chance to nourish yourself and find your center and re-educate and step out of this world who really just has so many things to say about sexuality that are just not true. Um, Come join us and be in a sex positive space and find your own truth around your sexuality and your spirituality. That's the invitation. Check it out. The link is in the show notes. You can go to sophiawiseone.com backslash firewoman. Also, that'll take you there too. Okay. Enjoy the show. Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Medicine Caller. I'm your host, they call me Sophia Wise One, and I am thrilled and honored to have you with me. I invite you to take a deep breath in and out as we get oriented for today's show. So what you are about to listen to is a segment of a training weekend that I did. It's the opening teachings for the weekend. The tone is soft and intimate. I am sharing and speaking with professionals that I had been working with for months already. So we're kind of climbing into a nest. I'm inviting you to kind of climb into a nest as I share some teachings and reflections on themes in collective healing. Talking about self-care and what it is to do self-care in community. I'm talking about the intersection between calling medicine and holding space for others and feeling into our own selves. I offer teachings on needs and desires and the intersection in our spiritual path. And I discuss the mother wound. And I don't say it here in the recording because we're already very clear on it inside the training ground program. That's where this 
segment is from, that the mother is not a gendered term, though there are associations that come with being socialized female or high feminine associations. The mother itself is an archetype. So just to name that specifically before you listen to it, I'm not talking about a small version of mother. I'm talking about the big, which can come in many bodies in a lifetime and many forms in a lifetime. So we don't only have one, most of us don't only have one mother. So that's one point of clarity. So I invite you to take a few breaths, give yourself permission to receive what you need in this time and to open to the transmission level of this conversation. It is sharing deep reflections from my own preparation of what it is to step into a ceremony or healing space for your own honing, your own cultivation of your medicine. So already my tone is a little bit stronger and a little bit different as I'm introducing this show to you. So I'm just going to invite you to take three deep breaths. Give yourself permission to unravel some way of knowing that reveals a deeper, truer, and always more kind of being. Welcome to the opening segment of The Training Ground. So, this weekend's theme um, has shown many faces to itself, right? So if there's this like um, energy or vibration or sense of knowing, sense of medicine calling, this medicine that's been coming in, that I've been feeling, it's, it's kind of been showing different faces to itself, of itself to me. And the first one that comes to mind is the theme of everything always that we're doing which is um, self-care. It's just knowing how to care for ourselves. And so, um, so it's an exercise of deep listening and discernment because there's an invitation and an opportunity to be deeply cared for yourself, being cared for and held in this space. And if you need something different from what this is, the ability to say yes and give that to yourself, whether that means stepping out and taking some time or going for a walk or taking a nap, eating some food. Like this, this is the recurrent theme of um, the way in which I'm interested in not only calling medicine but living my life every day is a sense of authority and autonomy over my one precious life. Like permission slip granted to be the authority over your own life, right? And the invitation over and over again is to write that permission slip for yourself as many times as you need it. Just be like, oh, that's right, I get to say, is this okay? Reminds me, like communing with the grandmothers this fall and asking them for permission. Is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do that? And the way they just sat with me and they were like, you do realize the only beings you trust to grant you that permission are never going to take that responsibility on. Yes, you have the permission to live your own life. Always. That's what that is. Like, let us grant you permission to have access to your, being the only person who has the right or the responsibility to grant yourself that permission. And, um, and there's also this piece, another face, as we kind of move around this, this um, theme, I could call it many things, is this healing of one of the ways in which we've been colonized 
and indoctrinated and hurt and made really sick by undermining our ability to um, care for ourselves in community. There's really this kind of prolific assumption that when we need things, we have to isolate. That needing something means you have to go away. So this is a, a deep place for us to practice a different thing as our queen right now lays her body down. <laughs> right? Blessings, Linda, thank you. Like this place of, because it's like she's not just laying down, there's a, she's a permission, I can feel it. There's this like, the most important thing for me right down is to is to is to lay it down right and so so the gift that we get when when she does that here when she doesn't have to go away to let down the responsibility and this this comes through and shows its face in many ways and one of the dominant um, kind of languaging that's been really useful and lineage patterns is what is often referred to as the mother wound. And so there's this element of the mother wound that is um, a deeply uh, you or me, highly competitive, highly um, owed, and um, and this notion of everyone else has to get taken care of first before I'm even allowed to know what I want or what I need or who I am. And so it is literally <laughs> the flip, right? Like we are doing the radical 180 degree flip of that when we say my responsibility is to know myself and then that's how I can be in like in integritous care of those that I'm in relationship with and so it's helpful to remember that we're flipping these things to such a degree because it because we get it conceptually and yet we'll find sometimes we'll find ourselves in the middle of doing it um, because it's so habituated it's so it's so passed down um, deep breath I received a text from my mother this week that said please don't worry about me in response to a voicemail that I had left her offering help and the first feeling that I had was a very clear discerning feeling of you're telling me how I feel which is that I'm worried about you and that I offered you this help because I'm worried about you and I got to say to myself and like be clear of just being like that's not what was happening that's not where I came from I don't need to buy into your story about how me being in relationship with you the way that I like cultivate cultivate my relationships is somehow this like worry burden that's your reality it's like deep clarity and was like oh great I don't have to take on the guilt of making her feel bad because worrying about her whatever all the layers of that right so it's like even just like this one little example we can like start to see down these like trickle paths of where our energy like leaks into these subtle patterns we lose our our energy lose our power lose ourself like we could use these words interchangeable in this space and then I had this moment over the next couple hours where I had done a session the day before with a, a, a client and my medicine sister of the training ground. She like weaves into this space um, frequently and in many ways. Um, the woman who gifted the dress, for the green emerald dress, her name is Emerald. And she, and has <laughs> continued to gift us in many ways as the, yeah, she's just, she's woven into this time in this way. And um, she had done such profound mother healing as a mother. I was, I held in this pelvic bowl space 
this profound shifting of these patterns to her son and feeling the depth of her prayers and the trueness of, of releasing obligation in relationship to this grown, as a grown woman, grown adult, to this other grown adult, like coming into this <coughs> other way of being in, in energetic relationship. And so I had this moment the next day after I got this text where I realized that I had an opportunity, which was I could also hear in my mother's statement, please don't worry about me. Oh, there's another piece that's really important to this. I went and I saw my bestie with her new baby. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about this experience of, of love, this love of this baby. And more even than what she was talking about, I watched her touch and move and clean diaper and are you hungry and do you want to be bounced and you know this like what do you like and this deep profound driving desire in this adult human friend of mine where the most important thing in the whole world was like finding that need and meeting it for this being and I felt this mother's prayer of like you are perfect You're perfect, this baby, perfect. And in this moment, what I heard, when I heard the phrase, please don't worry about me, was all the mother's prayers of, I know I'm going to fuck you up, and I don't want to. I would do anything in the world not to. If there was any other way to love you, if there was any other way to love you, like that prayer, that like, please don't worry about me. Please don't fill in the blank. Please don't carry my burdens. Please don't take my burdens as your burdens. This like depth of prayer that, that is miraculous because it's like the, the prayer of like, if that's even possible, right? Like, like, no, it's not possible, but the, the, the beauty of prayer is that we don't need to decide whether it's possible or not, right? And so the, this, like, mother's love prayer. And I had this moment as it came clear, not just my mother's, but the mother's prayer, where I made this decision, and I, like, said to spirit, I said to myself, I said, I'm willing to be the answered prayers of my mother. Like, I'm, like, take away my worry. Like, I it said out loud, I think I was in the shower, I was like, okay, mom, I won't worry. So I'll lay it down. As much as that's scary, as much as that's not how I was raised, as much as that's not how we're programmed or told, or as, as contrary as that is to so many parts in me, it's a prayer and I'm willing to be the miracle. Like my willingness to be that miracle, to be that healed landscape of my mother's prayer, which is so different from the obligation or the conditioning of like, let me take care of my mother, let me take care of my mother emotionally, let me take care of her mental illness, let me take care of her sickness, let me take care of her loneliness, let me take care of the grandmother lines that go on forever and ever, and when did we lose our wisdom in our medicine practices and if I can just make you feel better and why and the longing and the heart ache of if I can just like let me be enough because that's the other side too of like that 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 fold of like if only I can be enough and make my mother happy if only I can make my mother happy like what and then that pang of like why am I not enough like you love me so much and I give you everything or I try to be everything or I express myself or I don't express myself, but none of it works because, right, which we, it's like we all know like in the conversation because like that's not how it works because we're that person. That's just a person thing, right? Like people do all the right things and we decide that day whether or not we're going to be fed by 
the by what's being provided to us you know people say all the things we wanted them to say and then we're like it's not good enough <laughs> right and so it's like the the freedom of, of coming into that reality of just being like yeah and yet that that longing and i think that there's an element of our longing to heal the water and our longing to heal mama earth that can have an a similar pang to it and it's the same prayer i feel the same prayer from the planet of like don't worry about me i'm a fucking glowing star that's millennia and then we'll go into stardust like I have a heartbeat and like you will come and go as a species on this planet don't worry about me and I would love to have a relationship with you I, I do have a I do have a like the mother's song of like I do have a relationship with you even if you don't call me Right? Like, I do. And, and the wisdom and the intactness of, of, of the earth and the part where we have this wiring of, of only I can be good enough or worthy enough so that the earth loves us, loves me, so that I'm worthy of the food that I'm eating. If I'm allowed to be nourished or I'm allowed to be provided for, there's this similar wiring pang of a right to be so this is the these are the like these this touches on some of the elements of the mother wound these like intersections of these pieces and there's this other really big medicine piece that is really coming up in the healing of all of this which is what we are up for what we're like down for, like what we're doing here is this weaving of another reality. Um, for those of you who know Samantha Rice, we play her music sometimes. She's a really beloved, dear friend of mine. And we were talking about it the other day. I was talking about Spider Woman and weaving medicine and spider medicine and weaving reality, queen of the cosmos. And Samantha said, we're walking and so many, she was talking, she works with youth and she was like, and so many of the youth just get this, they just get it, which is that there's this world that our parents were like told um, or that, you know, any of us like from like 25 to like 65, like this chunk of time that we're told this is how the world is gonna work and we're gonna get these results and it's just not true, it's just like not true and collapsing everywhere. And yet, that's still, there's still a landscape that we're playing this game inside of. This like slavery, colonized, white supremacy, money, own ownership, contracts to hang out with people we love, like, you know, like all of these, like this exchange pathway, you know, which is so different than this earth landscape of just being like, abundant prosperous pouring over you eat me i eat you <laughs> and then we birth things like and then this thing eats the thing that i birthed and that thing like eats the part of me that dies and like this is how it all happens as opposed to like meep, 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 right so there's this thing happening here and underneath there is this weaving of this other reality that is this becoming more and more to me, right? It's like the great theme of it's not a metaphor, this light lattice, like structural, energetic flow, systematic way of being. And that a web, Sam spoke so beautifully about this, which is that a web is highly communicative with itself. That when you put the web up and something taps the edge of a web here, the whole web receives the message no matter how big the web is, right? And so there's, it's this dynamic living thing and the web has all this space in between. It's connect, it has connections, but it has all this space. And so this image of this solid world that's falling apart brick by brick and the bricks falling through the spaces in the web. And what we're left with is this intact, vibrant, responsive, web, this reality that we're building. 
And that this is something, as far as I can tell in my healing that's coming up is like, you know, we talk a lot about being like the last 2,000 years or the last 6,000 years, the last 10,000 years. And as far as I can tell, we're looking at like millennia plus of conscious, intergalactic, interdimensional beings working <coughs> to create a landscape that is generative and dreaming into existence. What is it to step out of this um, dualistic, like war, rape, or peace and well-being into this like mutual constructive space? That there is this thing, and so there's this. There's this. There's been. It's been for a long time. And that what a lot of us are doing, and that the mother wound, this notion of undermining the feminine in all of its forms, and the medicine practices the earth, and the medicine practices that are generative and responses, responsive and responses, is attacking and hunting the medicine out, like erasure. Lila June is a really beautiful artist and musician and speaker, and she has this really beautiful article. Um, she's Danae, and she talks about how she was told to ignore her, um, her like white man's blood. That it was, you know, just ignore it. That's like the colonizer's blood. Ignore it. This is this is the real medicine practices, and we just ignore all of that. And that she was in ceremony when the ancestors from Northern Europe, the indigenous ancestors, and we've talked about this, right, like going back to where it is, came to her and sing, were singing these songs, singing these songs and saying, and, and she has this experience of, like, your songs are not so different from our songs. You were just those songs were like hunted and the erasure just happened thousands of years previous but they're still there and so that's all over the globe in these ways and that one of the tactics of control is sexuality control controlling of our sexuality is a major root because our sexuality is our creativity is our generative self and, our, and that is the landscape in which we weave not constructs, which are useful, but vibrational, actual bring into being space. And that it's the combination and the use of all of our faculties as these like wildly generous and intelligent beings that we are, that we create profound change very quickly in a, like a time-space way that's very different than what we've been told about like how things happen. So this is, you can, you can, I feel like you can kind of see the way that I'm like looking, there's this heart of this energy that's moving right now and, and it, it touches all of these facets of who has the authority over my medicine, my sexuality, my relationship with my family, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my children, my relationship with my parents. And this story of obligation, which comes from isolation, this notion of having needs as a problem, you know, perpetuating isolation in these ways. And so what we're up to is it's, I can see it. It's just this whoosh. It's just like letting all the lies and all the miseducation around these things just like wash over like a wave and let what we have always known to be true to be true. <laughs> To let it be true and to lean into that truth to lean into that truth to lean into that truth to like feel that and that the way that we do that 
or the experience of doing that, as far as I can tell so far, is exhilarating and it's a nervous experience because we can feel our nerves. We can feel our nervous system. We can feel this electrical energetic pathway lighting up and getting active. And we can feel the pathways that were forged in us changing their pathways. And then there's this deep healing that we're inviting in right now, that, that it's across the globe, this like demand of self and other to stop perpetuating it, to just stop, just stop, just stop, like just stop. And so, <coughs> and so the things that were coming in for us to be with is elements of touching our own body, feeling our own self, caring for our own self so that we can feel well in ourselves because it's not confusing like we're also we're taught that it's confusing like what we want like it's confusing to know what you want like it's like it's so hard like we hear that story all the time like it's so hard to know what you want and it is really hard to know what you want when you're disembodied and not in your body like not connected that's that is real that makes sense that's yes when we're in our bodies it's not confusing we don't want something our body's like Meh. and we want something literally our legs fall open our like chest moves forward, we like reach, we shake and flap. We're like, yeah, uh-huh. Like I was just thinking the other day, we're just like, even if somebody's just like, hey, I just found this $100 bill, do you want it? Most of us would be like, yeah! <laughs> like, boom, like what's confusing about this? Like, it's not confusing, you know? And yet, in our sexual relationships, in our romantic relationships, in our intimate relationships, in our business relationships, in our school relationships, we're told, that like it's confusing and we should really have to go think about whether or not we want something or whether or not something feels good. And so it's deeply radical to come into this notion of like it's not complicated. I know what I want. I know how I want it. And I'm allowed to change my mind. Like all of those things. And so the, this is where the like radical part of like to behave and to walk and to heal, to be willing to do that is to be the landscape of, of the revolution, is to be the place of evolution, um, that that's what's, ha that's what's happening. Um, and it touches all of our stuff. And so learning how to hold ourselves so that we're steady enough that we can let that stuff go becomes this primary place. Like knowing how to hold our heart enough so that we're calm, so that when what happens happens and it feels good, we know it feels good. Like it's so simple. It's like I'm using all of these words. I'm like talking about it and it's like really I'm just saying like we're just going to practice like being really good to ourselves and then notice how that makes us want more of ourselves and more of the things that we want. And there's this, you know, this theme that, you know, that I just keep hearing outside and inside of just this, you know, permission to be exactly how we are. And as medicine people, that means we're like sensitive, like quick to laugh, quick to tear, right? Like that, like highly sensational beings that like a lot of us find lots of things physically like turn us on we get into things we're like into it you know and it's like one of the things that's like very I think it's a good example because it's like it put it can really be pushy which is like lots of people will get turned on in some degree like the body aspect will get turned on when like being with children or babies because it feels good because it's sensual and it feels good and it's like yummy and that those activations of our body are signs that something feels good and the association of being embodied pleasure equaling having sex with something 
is a major disconnect um, and a ma I think a major tool to perpetuate disconnect of just being like, oh, well, if like if your pussy gets wet, then you're trying to fuck that thing. It's like my pussy gets wet when I like smell a flower walking down the street. Like I'm like not necessarily trying to have sex with that flower right now. Like and like, OK, but like, you know, but like, right. But it's but it's and right. Like that's the thing or it's, you know, and the ability to have that discernment. And so, again, it's like the edginess, the nervousness and like the list of things like what relax you, what opens the body, what softens the body, right? And that we do all of those things and we come into ourselves and then from that place we can decide who and what and where we wanna share or co-create that generative energy with and in what way. Because there's so many ways to do that creatively. And all of those things are very powerful and very disruptive to a system that wants to tell you only to produce those things. And that to have like compassion and awareness and wherewithal of um, when I visited the grandmothers this fall, one of the first messages they said to me was, you have to be really, you have to give your little deep care because every step you're taking these days is in direct opposition of everything she was told she was ever supposed to do to maintain safety on, in this world and culture. Everything. You're just go, it's like you're just going down the list of just like, I'm gonna like spend money on the things that I want and I'm gonna have sex with the people that I want and I'm gonna do the work that I want and I'm gonna spend time and my, give my time space to the people or the relationships that I want and if they don't feel good, I'm not gonna do it, right? Like these are radical things and my little is like, is she actually just yesterday, was that yesterday, Leah, was that today? That, my, that was today, that my little, that was this morning, that when I checked in with my little about, because uh, Facebook has just announced that they're um, putting, that they're like all sexual, explicit sexual content, even just sex education, they're putting the kibosh on it. They're just doing a major like censorship thing. And uh, which is like an upgrade opportunity, right? It means that the temptation is to quiet us, but the calling is actually to get louder and clearer to get clear of being like, you think my sex education is porn. No, let's be clear, that's porn, also not a problem. This is sex education, this is self-embodiment, let's talk about all of these things because they are all really happening. Like that's actually the call, is to bring it forward, to get louder, to get clearer, to get more connected in community with one another. Um, and yet there's this wave that starts to come up that's like, oh, like I even had it for just a flash. I had a moment of like, Oh, well, maybe I feel like my work is, you know, it's becoming more, I'm just not hiding my sexuality. So that element of just being like, oh, well, I should probably maybe be able to temper it down, like with the pelvic floor work and then this and that. And like, the, you know, it was like that wave came in of being like, how do I stay on Facebook? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And then I was like, not my priority. Like, not my priority. And the gorgeous thing was that today when that happened, my little said to me, for the first time maybe in my whole life, was like, I like this better. Hmm. I feel safer with you the way you've been moving now than I ever have. Like keep, I like this better, is what she said to me. I, I went out to dinner with my mom and my um, aunt, and, uh, and like I got shushed at the table, and I was like, I'm not gonna be quiet. Like I was just like, you can shush me, I'm not getting quieter. And there was like a side comment of being like, oh, the waiter's like falling in love with you, turn down your light. And I was like, oh, I'm not, uh, nope, not gonna do that, I work hard for this, no. <laughs> and it was like, my little, and that one was, I was like, this is my mom, this is my aunt. And it was just like, I showed up and my little was like, really? Even here? At the double tree? And they're picking up the check? Cool! Cool! This is fun! Whoa! It's like, yeah, we're gonna eat our quesadillas and then give everybody a ride home. Like, yep, yeah. And so today when this news came in and I was like, uh, I don't know, she was like, I like it the way you're doing it. This, this feels good. This feels real good. And so it's, that, it's like building that trust, like getting that nervy energy and then building those new pathways and having that, that trust into that space.
Um, Sarah Lefkowitz from West Philly Acupuncture, when we were talking about, we're doing some, brewing some work together a year and change ago, uh, talked about this, we talked about the term that she came up with was home body medicine. The home body medicine. And so that's, when I think about this weekend, I think about cultivating this home body medicine, which let's not be confused, when we come home to ourselves, <laughs> there's our sexuality, everywhere. <laughs> Turns out we're wired that way with this cool little vessel spaceship that we're in where these like wild, expansive, energetic beings that have come into these like generative, manifested, sexual, creative beings. So when we're in it, that's it. There's no way to come into yourself and into your body without coming into your sexuality because they are not separate. And because that is nervy and by principle radical, right? And the way to do it is to come into your home body medicine, to come into your heart, to come into your body, and then the body will show you what needs to heal, what, needs to, what it needs to create. One of my favorite kind of energy principle teachings that came in in the past year was that a need, a need is the sensation, and I think it's in the soul unification course, I don't think we've gotten to this part yet, but a need is the sensation of an energy that's already in existence that we get the opportunity to become available to. Like I need affection, and that's real, like we need that, but like affection is like hanging out every, every which where. So like you choose to allow yourself to be affectionately held by the cosmos and like you got it in like 0.3 seconds, it's there. You have that full experience of that, okay? A desire is the creative force creating something, bringing something into being. So a need is something that already exists that's on its way to you. And a desire is something that you are like literally bringing into being, summoning, taking this need wave and that need wave this vibe and that course of energy and bringing them into a new frequency. That a desire is for a, a new, it's the creative desire is the sensation of calling in a new vibrational experience. <clears throat> and what a treat that we get to bask in both, both needs and the needs being met and this creative experience of wanting something more and then having that come into being. That's really powerful. And it does real wild things that like quantum physics is super down with. That like this like colonized patriarchal bullshit like has run some agendas counter on purpose. Um, you know, so, so we're really looking at getting access to the ability to have those needs met and to be fed, right? And this is something that we know, which is like, be like that beings can like sit and fast for years, not eat a single bite of food. And it's like, it's not just that they send their body into stasis. And that's like, I, that's, this is like a, a wisdom knowing that's coming through me. So just to be clear, it's like someone hasn't told me this in this way. of just being like, they just, though I think people do talk about it too. I don't, I'm not saying I made it up. But it's like this piece of, it's not just because they go their body into stasis. It's because they allow nourishment to come in at the level that they need it. That's how that happens. They go, they quiet and slow themselves so that they're fed by, by the frequency of the air and by the vibration of the sun rising and setting because that's the nourishment they need and that's the nourishment they get. Like, so thus they are sustained. And so that's what we're talking about cultivating in ourselves is the ability to recognize that we need something and become, bring ourselves into the state of being that allows that to occur so that we are, so that we mat, so we allow that, nur that nourishment or that frequency to come into our being, which can be, be very, very manifested physical form, 
very quickly in that way and can also just be like a meditative state of like I feel so lonely and unloved and being like oh I need to feel love and then being like all right like Mm -hmm. I'm available for love it's like boof it's like that moment where I'm like okay like open the door to the blessings that are standing right outside it's just like yeah that's a real thing that happens in that moment right and so to cultivate a practice of navigating in your life so that when you have that information of I need something, you autonomously shift and become available to receive that. And then that's the, that's the experience that you're having in this reality of sensation and energetic and manifested form. And then the, this element of creativity and generative energy is that when we want and long for more, and it's one of the reasons why when we um, think that something is impossible and then we desire, we have this like, oh, like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if this thing existed? And then it's like three days later, you find, like, it does exist, right? And it's like, it's totally an option and it's out there, you know? And other times it's like, wouldn't it be great if this existed? And it's like 12 years go by and, and, then, it exi- and then it exists, or then it exists everywhere, right? Um, and so this way of being that the creative force. Questions, comments, needs, concerns. Awesome. So what I want to do right now um, is uh, dress the altar. Oh, I just said it, so can I take it back? Is that what I wanted to do? It is. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, it is. Thank you for joining in, climbing in, and spending your time in this nest. It's a pleasure to have you here. I invite you to take this time to tend your altar. At the end of this kind of laying down of foundation, the next thing to do was to embody the practice. So wherever you are, however you may do it, I invite you either in this moment or in the next few hours to take some time to go to your altar and to address it to open it, to call it, to make some space, to hear yourself, to invite help, to be held. We are in a massive turning time. I know I say that every time, but that is because we are in a an era. We're in a we're in a portal that crosses many days, many moons, many years, and they call it the quickening for a reason. It just keeps coming. It just keeps on coming. And so that reminds us that there isn't a break. We don't wait until it lets up. What we get to do is we get to make the space to rest, make the space to relax, make the space to be at ease and playful, even in the midst of more and more and more. So I invite you to now, in whatever way really nourishes and makes space in your being, that's my, that's my call to you right now. Go and tend your altar. Go and address your altar. Make requests. Make prayer. Make offerings and say, I am here. I am on this journey. I am in this process. I welcome help. I welcome assistance. Make yourself a warm beverage. Call a medicine friend. And if this episode nourished you, I invite you to please share it with someone who you believe it may nourish them. Thank you so much. Thank you for your medicine. Thank you for your medicine calling. Thank you for your medicine journey. I know you give more than any one person or a dozen people or a hundred people could truly see. Your being and your presence, your words and your unspoken words, your deep kindness and your unrelenting love. I thank you for your service of being and may you take that time to lean back and be held. May you take that time to find a way to be supported and loved and seen. May your self-care include being cared for or just being in proximity of others. And I encourage you to make some space for some other people who may need to just lean back and be in your presence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just am really feeling that. Thank you. Take care of yourself. 
take care of that which calls to be taken care of by you. I look forward to next time. Be well. Take care. Peace. gorgeous one. Thank you. I want to take a moment in closing. I have a few things. First, take a breath. (sighs) Second, I want to remind you that this in itself can be transmission and medicine. So take care of yourself right now. If this is medicine for you, I have a few invitations. One is hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rate and review. It's very, very helpful. In addition, I would love to stay connected with you. Come over to my website, sophiawiseone.com, or find me on Instagram, at sophiawiseone, and get connected. And if this is feeding you, I encourage you to join the virtual temple that is up and gorgeous and happening. And that is my Patreon. And I'm inviting you to join us there. If this episode or another episode fed you and was just what you need, consider sending it and sharing it with a friend. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your work, all your medicine. I know deep in my being, you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together.